What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, Jalen Hurts comes in and gets the upset dub. I may or may not have called that on the Snapback Sports Story. We do our stock up, stock downs. Aaron Rodgers back in the MVP race. And then we talk a little NBA preseason. RJ Barrett, LaMelo Ball, shouts to Isaac Okoro, Taylor Horton, Tucker, and then Monday Mailbag. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A pass! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Now that I just posted this on the Instagram because it just came to me, I can't get it out of my head. I just found out that Andrew Eagleson, our producer, and Jack Harlow are twins. Absolute twins. (laughs) When, When he came in hair wet, like you could tell he just got out of the shower, I was like... Not who does he look like, but it's like a different look from him. He's got multiple looks. Like right, he's usually a hack guy on Sunday night with a Dolphins jersey, obviously, or Dolphins cut off. He right, there's on no us, reason to win. put that on. But between the Jack Harlow new album, which absolutely fire, check it out. And okay. now I just can't unsee Eagleson looking like Jack Harlow. Yeah, so go to Snapback right now. Vote on that poll. It should be a hundred percent yes. Someone See voted no, but quick. it was a, it was a hater for sure. Uh, my bookies, people's parlay. Go to mybookie.ig backslash snapback sports. Get your bets in. My bet of the day is literally on fire. One twelve of fifteen. Cannot lose. People's parlay. Own one this week. It's not easy to hit a parlay. People relax. Uh, I currently have Stefan Diggs plus nine hundred going for first touchdown. It's the first quarter of Bills. Paid, uh, Bills Steelers. Who'd you like in this game? coin flip but i i bills all week and then i went steelers yeah i feel that it just feels like everyone figured out the steelers might be overrated and started picking the bills so it's like uh i kind of that's why they're about to win yeah yeah yeah. but in terms of the people's parlay this week i mean what ruined it the texans yeah that didn't help that like okay oh we went we lost twice yeah we We won the cowboys over we lost the, I mean, the under. We lost the Falcons over. Falcons over. Did. They had 27 at the half, and then, uh, like, no one scored in the second half. The Texans were uh, the Texans were surprising to me because not only was it the theme chip on your shoulder, which we saw today with uh, Jalen going in the game. We saw it with Andy Dalton against Cincinnati, chip on the shoulder, the whole theme. Um, and Houston usually, like, they lose a lot of games, sure, but they play teams well, and they make teams sweat it out. Like, they had Mitch Trubisky looking like <laughs> – Jalen Hurts. <laughs> they so I called it a day of coin flips and heavy favorites, and I was curious which teams in terms were, of what, like Colts Raiders coin flip. Uh, this game was a coin flip. Dallas Cincy spread was a coin flip. Washington and the Niners were a coin flip, and then like heavier favorites, Jacksonville Titans. Could Jacksonville upset? Could the Dolphins upset? The Eagles end up like you knew there was going to be an upset. Could the Lions upset? So the Eagles happen to be. That and once upset. you know, once you knew, once you saw after the one o'clock games that the Chiefs were able to hang on, right. that the Bucks were able right. to hang on, and that the Titans, you knew it was going to be the Eagles or the Seahawks, and we all knew. Nah, the Eagles or Detroit. No, I did not think that the Seahawks. Nobody were, thought the Seahawks yeah, were yeah. losing that game. Um, but P- my bookies Monday night bet. So Ravens against the Browns. Ravens playoff odds. We got help. We did you finally get help today? Got, got help, help today. Which is you crazy. had to sweat a little bit early on with the G- with the Dolphins. We had to sweat out Patrick Mahomes, who had thrown two interceptions this year, throwing three today. So even the great Ravens need help can affect the great Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but he did get the job done, so I can't complain. Odds improved from fifty two to fifty six percent. If we beat Cleveland, I have to imagine our odds would skyrocket to like. 90 percent like just based like off that uh, yeah. just based off like that w- that winning that caliber of the game yep. would mean that you assume we're going to beat the giants jags and Bengals. which by the sound of that sounds pretty nice um but hope. monday night football bet ravens minus two two and a half three depending on where you get it where you got it coin and flip coin flip coin flip coin That's flip as big as i got it. and i think that i think you'll be able to tell early on Agreed. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll, t- I'll talk a little X's and O's here. Sound like my boy Orlovsky over there. But 
what have the Browns been doing recently? They finally found somewhat of an identity. And we said it before that it resembles a little bit of what the Titans did last week, except mm. instead of having a mammoth and one running back, they have two beasts yeah. in the other. There's a difference between a beast and a mammoth. Um, and they've been doing fine and establishing the run. And then that's what's making Baker have the easy throws. Mm-hmm. If the Ravens can stop those runs early on in the first quarter of the game and make Baker have to win with that secondary and the way they were flying around against Pittsburgh the other week, I think it's hard for Baker to do it. But, Same scenario with the Ravens. I think you could, you know, ditto that and say if the Ravens fall behind. I think it's a little different because the Ravens running attack is more centered around Lamar. So Lamar can turn a passing play into a run, right. whereas you know these runs are coming. The Ravens have well, brought in the, the right guys. That's in the, run the biggest game. question. What I loved about Hurts today, right? And when you're a rookie and you're fresh blood, kind of in the league, fresh meat, no tape. The no, not the no tape. It's like the coach almost wants you to just pull it down and run and not worry about making those reads. Gives you- and Lamar's being more stubborn. Right. I've said this and trying to prove he's a passer. Now you're at a point in the season where. I don't care what people say about you. I don't care like what your stats are. Wins and losses. It's all that matters. Wins so, and so you saw that against the Cowboys. Like he was running a lot more. Um, and what we see there against Cleveland, if they fall behind, Miles Garrett will have a day and it could get scary for the Ravens. So I agree with you. We will be able to tell early. I will say, I think like Baker can have those performances where he looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ravens secondary you would think could maybe get an interception against Baker and, and turn the game. So I'm going to go Ravens minus three or two, whatever it is, just because like you said, it's a coin flip. I'm going to ride with the team. We did smoke them earlier in the season. We own the Browns in, you know, in the past, if you want to go Cleveland, I, I can't fight you. I can't tell you the Ravens are going to win this game. Yeah. My first, like when you were giving your score prediction, the first thing that popped in my head without even thinking about it was Browns 29, Ravens 26. Right. That's what I had. So yeah. I I, I kind of think Baltimore's going to win this game, but I'm predicting the Browns. So I guess you could say <laughs> I can't be wrong. No, right on script for you. Right on script. I and cannot kind, be wrong. Yeah, you will be uh, wherever. All right, let's go your stock up. Just start with the man. Start with the man. because I Stock wanna... up? No, not the man. No, no, no. Start not with the, the guy because I want to have the conversation about but it's something. Not, it's not about the man, my stock up. My stock up has to do with the bigger picture, and that's football. Football is up because for the first time – in 14 weeks, eh, 13 and a half, because the Eagles were up 17 nothing against the Redskins and or the football team week one. For the first time in 13 and a half weeks, I smiled at the TV while watching football for about two hours. For about two hours. Um, I had fun today. I had fun watching football, and that is because of Jalen Hurts. Now, you look at his final stat line. 17 of 30 for, I think, what? One, 165-ish, I believe. 165 and a touchdown and then a, a bad fumble at the end that yeah. you can't really do. But, like, I don't know. Like, you got to give that to Clement or Sanders or someone. You can't have that ball on the quarterback. It, it's as bad as it gets in terms of fumbling, but I actually think it was, like, overblown. Like, the game yeah, was – no, it, it was. was oh, it wasn't it like – He needed an onside kick. He right, an onside right. kick. Right. And a touchdown. Like, they still had to go – right. Whatever. But this, oh this was God, inevitable. Oh, my Allen, what are you doing? Okay. This was this was inevitable what we saw today. What did Doug Peterson do? He did literally everything that Philadelphia fans wanted him to do for Carson Wentz for the past three months. He simplified the playbook, got him easy completions, literally one read. So that's what you said. When, when you're a rookie quarterback like that, they almost want you to pull it in. Right. That's what Doug did today. He designed simple plays with one read throws. He either made the throw or he didn't, or he pulled it and ran. And the, ran, the run... Seemed to be effective. He ran for over 100 on the ground. Finally, the Eagles... Wait, timeout, timeout. Let's talk about how effective. The Saints hadn't let up a 100-yard rusher in 55 games. We ran for 290 or Two players went for 100. Yeah. Yeah. So, where does this leave the Eagles now, man? I'll tell you. I was watching this game today, and I, I, I seriously had the NFL standings, the playoff standings, on one tab. In the same window on the other tab... I had a mock draft. Up. <laughs> That's where I was at today. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the Eagles are at. You have Carson sitting on the bench. Like, like I know Jalen's going to get us close to the playoffs or the playoffs, like the rest of the way. He'll probably win these divisional games because that's just what happens. Like 
there's just going to be more controversy because that's what the Eagles set themselves up to do with Carson Wentz by drafting Jalen Hurts. I think people don't understand, and you included, and maybe even me, how bad Carson Wentz was. Like I, awful. I no, but awful. but we know he was awful. But it was like a major net negative. It wasn't like Trubisky, where it's like, okay, if he doesn't play bad, if he doesn't play well, like the the Eagles roster is good enough where for the for the next four games, you can look at it with a the thought of a quarterback who's going to be like very average. Like even how well Hurts played today, you can't expect to score thirty plus, right? Like right. maybe against the worst, maybe against Dallas. But against Washington, good team, like it's going to be tough drives. Don't turn the ball over. Play good defense. The craziest, the craziest thing about it for me is like, and this is a thing. Like we saw it with Nick, and then there were the reports that came out, and then shut it down. Josina Anderson, yada yada yada. That the team just was energized. They were energized to play around Jalen Hurts, and that's something like they've just been lackadaisical the entire year with Carson Wentz. And then I'm driving home from work today, and I see this stat. And it's making me think that there is something going on between Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. What about rollouts and all Doug that? Doug Peterson's record with Carson Wentz, 35, 33, and 1. Doug Peterson's record without Carson Wentz, 11 and 3. What <laughs> is the deal? Small sample size, but yes. Small it is sample a... size. It's still 14 games. Right. It's 14 games. Like, what? what – what is it about the coach and the quarterback that there's this disconnect? And then there's a disconnect. I, I've gone into it before. I don't need to yeah. do a whole rant again. Well, the, the positive was, stock up for me was, I think, potentially, I obviously am going to need your feedback on this, but potentially, for the first time in our, in our lives, like I feel like we don't absolutely dread and hate and want to see the uh, opposing quarterbacks fail like full out like Wentz failing for me was like pure gold like I had no interest in him playing well today like was there a moment where I was like okay it'd be kind of funny if the Saints came back but I didn't care that you guys won and that might be because I'm in a position where I know like you guys are still dead could win a playoff game like you could go like do whatever can't be dead and win a playoff game you can be when I proclaimed the Eagles dead I said they cannot win the Super Bowl which they cannot win the Super Bowl, and that's just a fact. So are the so are the Steelers dead? The Steelers are not dead. They're eleven and one. They could still win the Super Bowl. So if, if Mahomes dead? got hurt, if Mahomes got hurt, it it would open up the AFC. Are if, the Titans if, dead? If six teams at NFC like got in a bus crash and were out for six weeks, the Eagles could not even win the NFC. Let me rephrase this: How many teams are alive? How many teams are alive? Playoff, playoff, t- literally everyone except, <laughs> except, nah, anyone from the NFC East can't win it. Arizona can't win a Super Bowl this year. Um, outside of that, like, yeah, Las Vegas, Miami, those teams aren't winning Super Bowls this year. But there's always the chance that 10 teams get in and, and stuff happens because it's any given Sunday. So you say it's, it's the first time where it's kind of like we don't care either way of our opposing teams? No, like I was rooting Sorry, for Bob. Hertz to like look good today. I really yeah, was. I, I appreciate that, but it's a little bit of a one-way street. Okay. All right. Fair I'm probably enough. not I, rooting for the Ravens tomorrow. I'm, actually, I don't care about tomorrow. I care about next week. I really need you guys to lose to the Jags. Okay. For Survivor. I need it. I need it. Yeah, we play the Jags, I guess. All right, my first stock up, Derrick Henry fantasy owners. I'm not a big fantasy football guy, but, like, if you have this guy in the playoffs, like, your team wins, right? You see the Titans stretch of games against the run defenses they're going up in these next yeah, it gets know, worse. four weeks. It gets it's Titans. It's it's uh, Jaguars, Lions. Right. Who's who else is the Titans? They play Houston, I'm sure. Like The it Packers is... who can't stop a nosebleed on the ground, yeah. and then the Texans. Yeah. So like, stock up Derrick Henry fantasy owners. The guy so it's interesting because I'm an analytics guy and obviously we hate running backs, right? So there's one guy I follow who is all about going for on fourth. He built out a whole model that, you know, shows the win probability based on what the team elects to do, based on down distance personnel, etc. And his one thing is that the whole internet claims that Derrick Henry gets better as the season goes on, right? And we watch it with our eyes. And he's like, there is zero correlation between week 16 and week two when it comes to Derrick Henry. He is the same player, though line's the same, nothing changes. 
And it's just tough because for the past three years, you watch this guy down the stretch. And it just, like you said, a mammoth is like running at you. Stop, even when you stop him for two yards, it just feels impactful. And it feels he's like locked up. He's locked up the rushing title again this year, didn't he? I'm sure. He, well, Dalvin did have a decent day on the ground, but not 212. Yeah, this game, 100 yard lead. So you would have to imagine with who he's coming. But Derrick Henry, fantasy owners, especially you're in a keeper league and you just recycle this guy year to year. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, my second stock up is both the Chargers and the Falcons. Unreal. Because fucking believable. Because I'm sorry for cursing. This is like a it's like the Bachelor of football, yeah. the TV show, or any other love show. They are a match made in heaven for each other. <laughs> they tweeted it, bro. They tweeted it. Like the pregame, the Falcons tweeted the Spider Man meme. They actually acknowledged it That's pregame. Amazing. Unreal. That's amazing. You gotta respect. They are that. the same team and, and like the Chargers uh Get the ball back with. Oh no! Um, I can't. I'll give you the sequence of events. Under five. Herbert minutes, pick. Ryan pick. It went Ryan pick. Herbert pick. Herbert pick. Ryan, Ryan pick, pick. And then Falcons go into prevent, which cost them. The only thing I was missing was the missed forty-yard field goal overtime. Another set of missed field goals and a tie. But outside so the, of that, the Chargers and the Falcons stock up because you found your forever. They are you. Are, that is your match made in heaven, and you are literally. Um, the antichrist for gamblers, both of you. Yeah. And that's what you have in common, the Chargers and the Falcons. Uh, stock up, number two, Aaron Rodgers, MVP. The race is open. No, the, it's not. The race is absolutely open. Packers are now the one seed. Mahomes is going to have the yards. But now the turnovers are, are have changed up. He threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. And... Rodgers up to 40 total touchdowns on the season. The MVP race is open over the next four games. We're not going to include Josh Allen. We're not going to include Russ, Kyler. Uh, Derek Carr was in the combo. Like, so many funny guys if you go to the first eight weeks. Not- you know who, should, you know who like, legitimately should be in the conversation? Who? Derek Henry. I get he's a running back. He'll never win and everything. Yeah. But, like, the past two years, he is the only reason the Titans are a thing. I would say it's Nick Chubb, him. if Henry's included, I would say even nah, more. No, like, because then you have Kareem Hunt, too, who's his partner in crime, and I Chubb know. was out for a few weeks. He was, but like De- Chubb is probably more important to the Browns than no way. Henry. No way. Bro. No way. Only because Tannehill. Derrick Henry is everything for the Titans. Only because Tannehill is more competent than Baker. But why? Opinion. But why? Because defenses are worried about Derrick Henry. Yeah, they didn't but have they to would worry be just as worried Henry. about they... Chubb. They would be just as worried about Chubb. I hear what you're saying. I don't know about that. I don't know um, about that. But whatever, it's a two it's a two man race. It's absolutely open. Packers now fighting for the one seed. I think if they get the one seed plus voter fatigue plus people like the late runs, right? Like they don't. The reason Mahomes wasn't recency bias exactly. Recency bias. So Aaron Rodgers stock up MVP race, um, which is funny. I do think like he actually would care about that. And Mahomes is just like give me the one seed. Get Speaking me of Mahomes, you want to talk about the Chiefs Dolphins game for a second? Yeah. How to Dolphins fans? All over the world. If today wasn't a firm understanding of what your team is and your organization is for the future, then I don't know what to tell you. Slow down there. I would be very excited as a Dolphins fan. Really? Yeah. Because I haven't seen anything that I like out of Tua. Um, He's... He he watches Carson Wentz tape. He holds onto the ball for forever. Okay, and, I'll give and you they the turn counter. the ball over. They turn the ball. They turn the Chiefs over five times, and still never really had a chance to win that game. I'll give you the counter. Is he did lose his top two weapons? Right, Devontae goes out. Mike goes out. They're, they were missing running backs defensively. They're missing a lot. Uh, special teams gives up a touchdown. But like to go from. I mean, trust me. I was with Dean this weekend, so I, I've heard the whole speech um you went from last year where nfl analysts were saying the dolphins are putting people in danger by putting them on the field they could lose to alabama to a year later they're in the playoff race you know down that was six. such a that was such a I small know. window of time it last was year. like they turned it around and was had like they a, did a good they did year. but in but look at the jets look at the lions look at all these franchises who like you see Flores and Ron Rivera, you got to give them credit. They've kind of turned a culture to a degree. The Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in Eagleson's lifetime. Like, right. Get that through your mind. Um, downside is like what we saw today. You turn them over five times and you don't really have a chance. 
Adam Lefko, who's our boy, he he talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm feeling it. They are the KD Warriors right now. Down ten is not. It's it's what the Warriors down fifteen in the second quarter was. It was a live pick'em. Like it just does not matter how much they're down. Does it? They're it's eight almost better and being one. Down. They are eight and one. Down ten points. The rest of the league is ten percent win rate. They're eight and one in their last nine when they fall down ten. It's the insanity. Best team ever. So let's talk about how to beat them because it's funny. I think you got to give them a lead. You got to give them points. They get complacent. So they run the ball. They get complacent. Right. You see shit. these big chunk plays really only when they're down ten points and stuff like that. They get complacent. I actually and if you said that today. I was a... like third and twelve for the Chiefs is like third and three for every other team in the league. Right. And they're the best team literally ever. They're not. Literally ever. They're not. Zero point the, zero zero. The, they don't go to the Super Bowl. And this is what we talked about last week, and we're going to talk about it for each week, you know, until they maybe do go to the Super Bowl, is that it's what? different than the NBA. The KD Warriors weren't going to lose because there were seven games to play. But today, right, They they're what if they don't get that third and three, Dolphins have the ball down six, driving for the win. In a game that they felt like they could have put away, could have lost. It's just football. You know, the ball bounces. It's oblong. It does my favorite. It's my favorite saying. An 8-8 eight and eight team is just a few bounces away from being 10-6 and six right. and a few bounces away from being 6-10. and, 10. and Think about how different you look at 10-16 and 16 versus 6-10. and 10. Big time. Um, stock down. Number one, Patriots. The Patriots. Yes, my team that I picked to go to the AFC Championship – Cam Newton was back, chip on his shoulder. Brady didn't matter. They still had Belichick. The New England Patriots are officially fully irrelevant. Irrelevant in the NFL from now and in the future. They don't have a future. Cam isn't the answer. They don't have a future at quarterback. They haven't really shown a great ability to draft that well in re- in recent years. They've kind of been flopping on a few p- picks. Yep. And finally, for once in our lifetime, the Patriots are fully irrelevant in the NFL, and they won't be relevant next year. And they're winning six games. That's irrelevant. That's shall, a that's a line. Shall we here. revisit uh, Belichick Brady conversation? Like, obviously, it's... yeah, perfect match. <laughs> All right, perfect st- stock down number one for me: Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes three picks today. Watson lose by thirty one to the best question. quarterback many, in the class. How many Mitch picks did Mitch have today? How many picks did Mitch have today? Did he throw picks? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't I just think so. the Mahomes thing. It just fell on a perfect day for him to throw three interceptions, even though he won. But Watson, after all the Twitter links have been posted about why the Bears, you know, skipped him or three touchdowns, no picks for Mitchie boy, and a thirty point dub. We're going to talk about Watson a little later. I have some I have some words for that, man. Really good. Really good. My second stock down, Josh Jacobs, you absolute scumbag. <laughs> Not even me personally. I didn't even have him on my team. But don't start trolling your fantasy owner saying you're not playing, putting a middle finger up in your Instagram story to trying to fake them out. Dude, first off, you're not in this upper echelon tier of players in the NFL where you have this type of relationship with the fans that you can do this. Next, if you're going to do that, don't get blown out and have 40 yards on three yards per carry. You joke of a player. And I think I feel so strongly about this, and he's not even on my fantasy team. Was he on one of my teams that I didn't make the playoffs with? Maybe. Well, that's what he. That's why he's been hearing about it. You know what I mean? Right, because he's been in and out right. and all this stuff. But. Don't make a huge deal out of it to mess with people and then lay an egg like that and your team gets absolutely embarrassed. Like he falls out of the playoff are? race. Yeah. Who do you think you are? And I'm going to change my mind if I need Oakland or Vegas to win next week. But for now, like Josh Jacobs is like this ego thing going. It's also like it, it. it's a like bad it. look just from like obviously our boy Eckler. He embraces the fantasy community. People love him. He was giving updates on Twitch about when he was going to come back so people could trade for him, pick him up, or drop him. Like, if he was out for the season and he knew first, he would literally have told people, drop me or trade me. People's champion. Austin Eckler, people's champion. Exactly. So, yeah, Jacobs, like Abe said, don't put up the dud or do. Maybe some people took him out and that was helpful. Scumbag move. The only way he can reward himself if he goes back and says, told you I shouldn't have played me. 
Stock down. Um, Kyrie, Kyrie West, my guy. Um, mm. KD back tonight. That was fun. He looks good. He looks like good. he he looks like it. It won't matter. Like he looked like the same. Let's, player. Uh, let's do a little recap of the bets that we have active right now. So All Jack right. and I bet a hundred dollars on. Heath said Sam Ellinger would be in New York as a finalist for the Heisman. Doesn't look like it's shaping up to be. Then we doubled down on that about four weeks ago when the Eagles had a stretch of games that read the Seahawks, the Packers, the Browns, the Saints, and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I said that they would go at least two and three. Jack said, no way. We doubled down on that $100. Started 0-3, got the win versus the Saints today. That bet's all coming down to Eagles versus Cardinals next week. Which is kind of bullshit. Like, I didn't think they would bet. This was contingent on Carson Wentz being being the quarterback. None of that. None of that. Um, See, I played that into it. And the final bet that we have going into this year is that KD will not – I say KD will not average 27.5 points per game, which is his career average. That being said, I think he might average something like 27.2. So, it's Um, funny – if you guys are like OG OGs, real real underscore sports uh, podcast, Warriors uh, yeah. Raptors. This finals. is our first three or four episodes, which the Wentz extension episodes in there as well. So go, give that a listen. It was pretty funny. Um, Katie gets hurt. He hasn't played since then. Five hundred twenty-two days. And I was telling Abe, Abe thought he was the doctor, Doctor Grant. Well, okay. In a- my defense, I thought that the season was going to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying a couple months ago. The the general belief was you said KD will never recover from this to get back to where he was. I said, I think he'll be the guy to do it. And looking back, knowing the line, I think we set it way too high. Like, it doesn't prove the point. Like you said, he could still average 27.2. No, my but- point was my point was that KD would not be his regular self. And clearly but I feel by like- the numbers, you're a numbers guy. His his regular self is twenty seven and a half. Is it? Points That's what I would have to look at. Is like is his career average twenty seven and a half points per game? It feels high, but maybe it is. It just but he's of, really good. Remember? Oh, he's he is <laughs> unreal. He is so good. Abe's looking up his uh his points per game, but we're gonna Damn, talk. It's twenty seven flat. Right, right. That I would, I would say that was probably the more appropriate line. You gotta, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. I because might I think we set it at 27 and a half. I feel like we set it at 27, but we'll we'll have to go check. Or if one of the listeners wants to do that, I'll give you 10 percent of my share. If 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 he averages between 27 and 27 and a half, it's I'll an, give you the push. Okay, fair. fair I'll deal. give you a push. Fair deal. Um, but Kyrie, Kyrie West, as we're calling him, did you see the Instagram live? I didn't see the Instagram like live, clips, but I, clips from it. I, I saw the, the comments about talking to pawns, yeah, which so, rubbed me no, the wrong no, way. No. All right. So let's give a brief 48 hour breakdown of what happened. First, Nets get fined 25 K oh, Kyrie won't do media availability. He posts on his Instagram story. Pawns aren't going to be pawns. So then the guy goes on Instagram live. So he won't talk to the media. But he's fine doing general media, social media, uh, and actually having conversations about basketball. But then last night, he goes live with Kevin Durant. And was trolling, right? No. It was the most uncomfortable. Like, the whole thing is these guys are apparently best friends. It's like they had never had a conversation before about playing together. Kyrie Irving. I think that I think that was the whole joke. No, I do, dude. It was. I'm telling I you. I saw the comment about like the post ups versus the Kyrie post-ups? wants to play like KD and stuff like that. I truly it was not believe, trolling. I swear I my life know, it was man. not trolling. I don't know. Go I watch think the they video. Were trolling to make Kyrie, it seem like that's what the media puts it no. out to be. Kyrie was saying he wants eight post ups a game, and like it would be trolling if Kevin Durant was laughing. He kept bringing it up. It was so weird. Um, I, I don't think, think it's. I think, I think that I, one went over your head. Nah, I bro, watch the video. I know for a fact. I, I saw. I saw a clip it. of it. I saw a clip of it where Kate Kyrie was like in his Kanye bag, like saying he was KD in his yes, past life, yes. where he could rise up over all these people, and that's why he feels he can do it. And KD was like, "No, I thought we agreed to eight post ups a game." I really think no, that was truly. K- a KD was saying two post ups, and Kyrie was like, 
and eh, like probably four, like four and a half. Like that'll give me an eight. And then he was like, no one can guard me in this league. Like you understand what that it was very uncomfortable. So stock down. I, I, I hate Nets. Kyrie Irving. I hate Kyrie Irving. Which is weird because he, he hit the shot for your king. Right. My king was also down 16 and brought the whole team back that game. But okay. Um, oh, that does it for stock down. <laughs> All right, fam, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, NBA preseason, the Knicks, LaMelo Ball, Isaac Okoro, Steph back, a lot of guys back, and we'll be right back. In my first bullet under NBA preseason, I was watching the Knicks second game, and I actually have a bullet that says Knicks effing suck. And then I checked the score third quarter because we were down 12 earlier. We've tied it up. R.J. Barrett a little more impressive in the second half so far. But they're just like, I don't think pe- people are going to want to troll the Knicks this year, which is, is fine. It's the Knicks. The Browns got trolled. The Cowboys get trolled no matter the circumstances. I don't think people understand like how bad this team is. There's legitimately guys who cannot dribble and shoot and pass. Like They can't do simple basketball things. It's wild. The over-under for their wins, I think, is around 22. Where are you at with that? Uh, 20, 20, that would be 22, 22 and 50. 50. I, I would, like, they'll be around the number for sure because of Tibbs and the defense. I think they get to 24. I think they get to 24. They're, they'll do what they did last night or th- Friday night, which is, like, they'll they'll show up for a game, and then they'll lose eight in a row because they're just significantly worse than the other team. And Speaking of which, Knicks home opener at the Mecca. Sixers are coming to town. I'm excited. Sixers are coming to town, I think. The Knicks played the Sixers incredibly last year. Didn't win a lot of them, but they gave them a test in all of them. Eh, ben Simmons hit a three against you guys, so <laughs> I don't know how incredible that is. So but. I just want to put the listeners' heads right because everyone who thinks I'm going to be like piping up the Knicks this year, only if R.J. Barrett is good. Oh, while we're on the topic of NBA... I would like to give another stock up, and we can discuss this. Stock up Tyler Hero, because maybe I missed out. <laughs> this guy is the next best thing since sliced bread. No, this no, guy, way better. Way what, better. This guy... This guy's a legitimate gourmet grilled cheese. Isn't worth James Harden. No, no, no is worth more than James Harden. Can you Harden. read me that, that TikToker stats from the NBA Finals last year? The NBA <laughs> 14 Disney Finals? 14 points on 36% shooting. Oh my God! And we won't give him up for James Harden. <laughs> Pardon me, I didn't know. Someone on Twitter was the funniest. It was like he's getting it was Boogie Buzzins. He was like he's getting praised like Jason Tatum was, and he's not even a right. third of what Jason Tatum was. And this is white privilege. <laughs> That's what he said about stock up Jason Tatum. Also, he yeah either, no he's still he either growing. grew two inches or well, you know what? well he's nineteen years old and he's still growing when he's nineteen. Unreal, unreal. Still growing when he's nineteen. But let's talk about. I wanted to slip that in there. Yeah. Um, Mr. Next, Harden, what are your thoughts? On Harden Hero? What do you, how, do you think, how do you think the Harden situation plays out in terms of going into the year? Where uh, do you think he goes, and what do you think is enough to get it done? So I, That's assuming that everyone's already seen my outrage that Abe just essentially doubled down on, which is like, trade Tyler Hero for James Harden. If you keep Bam and Butler, it doesn't real. That's probably a fumble, isn't it? Oh you have ADD. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Anyways. Call it ADD when you gamble. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, you just want to talk about the Sixers in this case? Let's talk about it because we talked about it via text. I said, if the Sixers give up Simmons for Harden, it's a sideways move. I don't know what this whole sideways thing you just started it means. So maybe dumb it down for me. <laughs> what does mean- sideways mean? It means you don't give up. Uh, all-star point guard at age, how old is he? 24? 24. To not guarantee yourself you're winning a conference or even getting to the conference title. Gar- I'm talking stone cold luck. If the Heat get James Harden, that's it's a stone. Playing, that's playing the NBA scared. That's no, playing no. The NBA. Jack, because you're, your whole thing is what, what wins in this league? Stars. Superstars. Right. Superstars. What are the odds, in your opinion, whether the Sixers can win with James Harden or not, that Ben Simmons will ever be the caliber player that James Harden is. An yeah, MVP candidate 0%, year in and year 0%. Out. That's not my point. Is that you're trading for a guy with a small, a much smaller window 
to right. only get so far. Kawhi can put you over the t- well. I guess with the Raptors, you just never know. I guess would be your argument, right? Is like you should say, look at the Raptors. That didn't feel like it was a guaranteed, but they also didn't give up. They give up like you know Demar Derozan. My thing with Ben with the Sixers and Harden one. I think if Daryl Morey picks up the phone and says the words Ben Simmons, this thing is over. Harden's in a Sixer uniform. I just think it, it, it's he willing to do that, and we'll find you out. You want to know what was probably a little pushback and got them a lot of leverage, and it might be silly. John Wall looked fabulous in his first preseason game, and they assumed that this team wasn't going to be good with you know mm-hmm. with them. But yeah, I mean, we'll see about yeah. that. But my also my second thing is like you said. Stars win in this league. You gotta go for it. Not to mention James Harden and Joel Embiid would be one of the most complimentary duos in the NBA in terms of their styles of play. Be the most boring games to watch. We'd shoot ninety-five free throws a game, yeah. but we would win them, and it would be a lot of fun. I, listen, man, I, I, you know me. If you made me pick between Ben and Joel, I would always pick Ben. That's I've always been a Ben guy. Yeah. I always have been, and that's why du- making this is so. This deal would be so hard. But Ben, my guy, you know, it's just business. It's if it's just Tobias business. if I knew that Tobias would would play like a like he, he can't be with, well, like oh like he did with I, Doc Rivers before? Yeah. I'll give you gotcha. the example. Gotcha. He Ben and Joel sorry, Harden and Joel is not LeBron and A D. It's like a strong tier below it, obviously, which means Tobias can't just be an average role player like the Lakers had. He would need to be I agree. excellent. And I just, after watching that, it's just so hard to watch. He would need to be a 2B rather than a 3. And then you I do I wonder, mean? like, obviously Maury would figure this all out, but the, he kind of did build a team around Ben and Joel, which is why you're so excited. And then, like, does Seth Curry make like as much same, sense? I know. That same know. roster does the same. It's, does it draws it? the same amount of attention. In but my then opinion. how are you going to tell me that Ben Sim— that But look Ma- at what Daryl Morey built with the Rockets and James Harden. He built it with shooters around him and everything. And yeah. Just five out and just drive and kick. This wouldn't be five out, obviously. But um, it's a difference between Ben goes downhill I think and I saw a tweet. Ball. Maybe you shared it with me that this talk, these talks always happen. Stuff happens during the season. Once, that's that's why I think. Right. I think— it's like I, I liken it to fantasy football and why it's so hard to make trades in fantasy football, especially before the season even starts. Right. Because you hold your – like there's something about this optimism at the beginning right. of the year where it's a it's clean potential. slate. Yeah. yeah, where it's a clean slate, whether it's realistic or not, about what your team can do. And, and you want to see if anything's different from the year before. So if Ben averages 16, 8, and 8 for the 50th season in a row yeah. – and early on, maybe that's when you make the move, which is why I think that this thing might drag into the season. But if you're the oh, Rockets, it will, it will. It's not happening in the next ten days. If you're the Rockets and this thing is drawn out for so long like that, like don't you just want to what you know you're going to have to deal him eventually. He's not going to want to be back in. There's this whole thing that's about not necessarily politics like, with Fertitta and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into that, but. It's like if you know this thing is headed in the wrong direction, you're gonna have to get him available. In my opinion, the longer you wait to trade him, the less leverage you have. Not the necessarily. Less... Why? Because maybe, like you said, because maybe Ben's no, 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 maybe Ben's sixteen, eight, and eight. Maybe John Wall and him win eight of the first ten games. You know, like it, it's a big risk. And may, you could get him for Tobias Harris in a month, or you could get him for Ben Simmons and Tybal and for first. Like, you just never know. Um, LaMelo Ball, I had some FOMO, and then I saw the box score. Zero points, 10 boards, I three rebounds, right? I, like, I watched him on Instagram for an hour or two, and, and, then, like, and then an hour later I went on the box score, and I was like, <laughs> I thought he had 50. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, the funniest part was not even the points. The three assists he did have were all highlight plays. It was full court dime, over his head, and behind the back. So, I, I mean, if you're Charlotte, you're hyped. Let the kid do whatever the hell he wants out there. It's going to draw viewership because people didn't even talk about Isaac Okoro uh, last night and, you know, LaMelo Ball. But it's one preseason game. Like It's one preseason yeah. game, but there's something about LaMelo. People what are saying we, he's got we it. We call him gamers. He's yeah, got it. Yeah. He's got it. Well, he'll be a gamer in Charlotte because they're not going to win anything. That's for I sure. I think 
Yeah, that's that team's going to be a lot of fun to. It's going that team is going to be maybe the most fun thirty win team in the of all time. Oof. I yeah, maybe a little better than the Hawks. Or sorry, maybe the Hawks will be. I don't know. Uh, that battle Isaac, for the eight. Is Isaac Okoro, the only other player worth mentioning, had like sixteen in the fourth. Had a game winner. He's the Auburn kid, right? Auburn kid, big wing. Cleveland. See, this is the funny thing. You asked about the Knicks. I would rather be in Cleveland's spot. Cleveland has a lot of sneaky young talent that doesn't get talked about. Garland's Sexton, good. Garland. Sexton's good. KPJ, we don't know his situation. He's good. Okoro could be good. And then you have like mentorable players Kevin over there. Del Vadova. Yeah. They're dancing in the locker room. They're I, having a good time. It's I think good that's culture. the I think that's the win total over that I'd be looking at is Cleveland. Because they're projected to finish second to last in the East. Yeah, I don't know how much all that matters in the short term in terms of winning games this year, but where you want to be in the long term, I think you have a point. Cleveland over the Knicks. <sighs> Money mailbag, fam. First question comes from Ice underscore Jr. Lizgiri. Uh, Niners quarterback situation. What would you suggest for the San Francisco 49ers? Abe, you may begin. What Carson uh, Wentz. What? Stop. Carson Wentz. We're not Trade about to man. make this podcast about like you freaking trying to sell off Carson Wentz. They're... No, he's going to be our starter next year, but that's what they should <laughs> do. Um, how many years does Jimmy have left? A few? Yeah, a few. It's impossible. Yeah. Oy. Oy, oy, oy. Um, draft one in the third, in the fourth. Hope, pray. So I'm a big Jimmy G believer in terms of, I think, the coaching's there, the structure's there. People do have to remember the amount of injuries. I know everyone gets hurt. They lost the best player. Their two best ever, players. The best player, quarterback. The best player at every position. And they fought through some games. And, like, Jimmy has struggled th- at times. He's like Jared Goff. Like, to me, do you see a difference between Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, Not much. Right. And look at Goff this year, right? Everything goes right. People stay healthy. McVay's calling good plays. So, and the Niners went to the Super Bowl without him. It's stick with the guy. They might end up with a fairly beneficial draft pick, which they weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Their, their division is very up and down. It feels like it's you know going in a tough direction against them, but it wavers. So I just got a text. I'm, let me interrupt. I just got a text from our resident Lakers um, fan who says, Jack Settleman. He said, tell Jack Settleman to invest in Talon Horton Tucker cards oh my right God, now. Bro. I don't right even want to talk about that. He said, kid is so good, dude. So don't so, you love preseason reactions? So do you know what happened with him? I saw he went all out. I so saw he went the first 19, game, yeah. nine and three, whatever. Yeah. His cards went from uh five to sixty dollars overnight because LeBron tweeted about him and said legitimately he was like, this kid is going to be special. And that's like, oh, so this, if you own tailing cards now, sell, 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 sell the heck out of them. It reminds me of the bubble, like bowl bowls four X. Cause he had a dunk in the bubble. So, um, yeah, Taylor Horton Tucker. I don't know. Last question. Money mailbag from Doza 21. What should Deshaun Watson do? And Pray. what should Houston do? Pray. And Houston should. I mean, you, you just got to hire the right person and, and pray that you don't totally, totally over these next X amount of years of being in full rebuild. You got to hit on draft picks. You already paid your quarterback. You just got to pray that Watson has longevity because that's your only hope before you will go from Deshaun Watson, excuse me, to having to draft another quarterback. So I'm getting you Matt think Deshaun Stafford good. vibes. I'm getting Matt Stafford vibes where it's going to be gaudy numbers, flashy plays. Because of who he is or because of the situation around him? All, all, all things considered, I'm getting Matt Stafford vibes. Gutsy, right? Like he'll take a hit. It looked like he broke his wrist today and then he was back in the game. But then he scored six points, right? So it's not necessarily all his fault, but it's also like people love him. So they're going to protect him. For example... Hopkins left so it's like how's you know how's he supposed to do well without him 
and then he's having his best year ever. And people are saying Watson's in the MVP conversation. And that, you know, like it flips week by week. Watson puts up 20 on the Colts in the first half. Look how good he is. He doesn't score in the second half. Watson's flashy against the Bears. Then he Kinda only don't. Sees- See, okay, you're right. People will protect him because yeah. I'm, I feel that right now. Because deep down, I'm kind of into this whole comparison with Matt Stafford. Yeah. But to say it out loud is a little tough. Because I like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, I, because he's an absolute Did you not baller. like Stafford? Like, I feel like Stafford's one of the grittiest guys. He's a he's oh, number yeah, one no, gamer. Well, right? Stafford's a Hall of Famer. Stafford's a, you should, by the end, by the end of his career, when you look at the record books, like Stafford's going to be up there numbers at the wise, top and yes. numbers wise in a but lot of you categories. You can't put him in. He does, he's got a playoff win, if that. So the only reason, and I feel like you had that vibe earlier that we'll talk about to close the podcast, is the uh, the baby goat vibe, which is the master protector of your guy who's going to get attacked, right? It was all fun and games for Hurts, right? And who's then, attacking Jalen Hurts after today? No one. But right. I even made one limited comment. And What'd you, you say? could uh, Something about the Cardinal or something about how, whatever, you guys are four and eight. And you were like, ah, bah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Watson has those protectors. As he should. Everyone has those protectors. And I just think like I posted on I commented on Instagram, like, this guy's a loser. If if the reason I say this is because if Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts or went four and Thank nine. Thank you for including Jalen Hurts and now this four, upper echelon quarterback not, conversation. Not, not what the point was. <laughs> if if any of our quarterbacks went four and nine, if Lamar was four and nine this year, the criticism would be loud right like loud like this guy can't play in the league loud right well, they figured win. him out Deshaun right? Watson didn't win the MVP right so but he was coined the future and I just think you know you go four and nine it's not your fault but that's Matt Stafford vibes it's never really Stafford's fault but Stafford never really put them over the top and got him to the next level and that's do the- you I assume that you would be willing to bet, and not with me, because I don't want to take this bet. Yeah, that Deshaun Watson will never win a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, on this contract, I would bet my life on it. <laughs> Obviously, that's no, betting on the Texans for the seriously, next. Seriously, though, years. like this is prime example of why, like, the Lamar conversation will be very tough because Lamar, without the team around him, defensively at least, and the O line, like, it does Here he look like thinking, Watson? Here we are thinking Lamar and Deshaun are the two next baby goats of the NFL. When really, it was just the two Oklahoma kids. It was <laughs> Kyler and Jalen oh, the entire Kyler time. So tragic, bro. You better hope he plays well next week. All right, fam. Plays well. No one has still scored, even though the Bills just had the wackiest interception. Oh, and then Connor fumbles, but it looks like the Steelers got it. No one scored. Looks like Steelers might score. Which means that Diggs won't score and I'll be sad, but we'll win it back. Ravens minus three tomorrow night. Snapback fam, much love. Peace. Oh shit, I forgot about Eagleson. Eagleson, do you want to talk to us? Should we? I feel like we should let him in. I almost forgot. Eagleson, come in, come in, come in. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. There he is. Uh, I'm only letting you in. I don't care about school. I actually want to make fun of you. Okay. Uh, not not for looking like Jack Harlow. <laughs> for the Dolphins. So talk to us. You know, first quarter was hype. Yeah. I was hearing it in my group chat and then <laughs> kind of went downhill from there. I just, I, I don't understand the Tua hate. Like, yes, he's hanging on to the ball too long and like that's been a thing, but he's also a rookie. I feel like people have gotten ahead of it a little bit. Ah, the rookie protection. Got it. No, but it's true. Like everyone's coming after him. Like he's supposed to be some superstar but he does make rookie mistakes but today i feel like he showed flashes that he can be the counter is the the only thing i'll say also dolphins fans were complaining the dolphins fans were complaining they weren't opening up the playbook for two grandpa gailey up in the booth right yeah so i think the dolphins if the dolphins really want to make this playoff push and like they're they're firm on like i feel like the dolphins don't they don't know where they are right now do they want to build for the future or do they want to try and make this run right now? If you want to try and make this run right now, put Fitz in the rest of the way. We're rebuilding. See, we're Dolphins rebuilding. Fans don't feel that are way. Are you? Yes. Are you? Snapback fam, James Washington. We're, in, we're, in, we're still in the middle of our rebuild. Just we're ahead of schedule. 
And if we get into the playoffs and Tua gets that experience, I'm happy with that. But I'm not going to put Fitz in just for the playoffs. If Tua's in there and he gets his experience, I'm happy with that. No, I'm not saying for the playoffs. I'm saying put to it, put Fitz in next week and just let him ride out the rest of the year. No, let, See, let, I don't let, know let, e- even if he loses, let Tua go in there, let him learn, let him develop. I feel that. I feel Especially that. now their odds are under 40% to yeah, make the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, you big numbers guy today, Jack, aren't you? After the way today's game shaped out. Just saying, just saying. But it was brutal. Um, Par- Parker was out. Gesicki went out. Jakeem Grant went out. We, was already we were missing our top three running three backs. Running backs. And we were missing Kyle Van Noy and a Landon Roberts. Defense flying around, though. Yeah, defense. Was yeah, let's talk about that around. briefly. I heard some people saying the defense played well, and then I also watched them score thirty plus points. I know that there was a safety, and I know there was a pump return, but yeah. defense played well, or they they did play well, but it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, right. yeah, I feel that. I feel that. It's like how. How well can you like? You can p- p- give up thirty points to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and still say we didn't play that bad on D today. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just that kind of beast mm-hmm. that you're going up. It's against. funny, like the Ravens let up thirty four, and you guys let up thirty three, right? Yeah, thirty three. And we literally had the worst defensive performance. It's all it's all just yeah. context, and we still it forced really four turnovers, five turnovers. I think it was right. three picks and two fumbles. I think it was um, only one fumble. I could be wrong. Xavier's going to win defensive Fifth. player of the year. He's which amazing. Is fun. Yeah. Same even Byron had a pick today, too. It was like they make those plays. I just wish they could take advantage of it and move the ball a bit better. The run game needs to improve. I guess it doesn't help when your three running backs are out, but still. So big stuff coming up potentially Tuesday. Both of your quarterbacks, we're going to see. I'm supposed to play Madden with Tua on Tuesday, but for Gillette. But coming off the loss, we don't know if it's going to happen. And they said they might replace him with Jalen. So so, so we're going to see what the situation is. But apparently it'll be someone on this podcast will get some form. Why are we just hearing about (laughs) this? It's it's under wraps. It's for the fam that's listening at the end. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah. Final stock up. I just saw Penn State football. Miles Sanders, two touchdowns. KJ Hamler, two touchdowns. Mike Jasicki, two touchdowns. Allen Robinson, one touchdown. James Franklin, get fired. <laughs> Penn State's a basketball school. So is Texas. Penn State is a basketball school. All right. Now this time, Snapback fam, <laughs> much love. Peace.